Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined by Mark Osterman, MTM's managing editor. And today we're going to talk a lot about Vegas. The New Year's Eve fireworks are coming back for 2021-2022. And we'll tell you which eight casinos will be launching fireworks and where you can find the best vantage points of this show. Plus, we talk some of the more interesting restaurant closures in Vegas in 2021 how someone can win a million dollars to create an old-school vintage Vegas coffee shop, how to match your casino status for a free cruise, and more. So stick around. we got a lot of great info on this show. If you do like this show, consider subscribing. Just subscribe in whatever podcast app you're listening to in now, or head to mtmvegas.com. There you can find all of our content, video, podcasts, and posts about Las Vegas. And don't forget, you can watch this show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Get all of the visuals that go along with it. We definitely want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. We'll be back before the new year with another show. But thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So, Mark, did you see that Magic Mike Live? They had a cancel performances this week because of positive COVID tests. Now is your opportunity to get in there, get yourself a slot. I'm sure they're uh, holding auditions to uh, replace those members. I've been working on my crunches. So I got it. I got it going. Uh, yeah. I, I missed the tryouts. What was it like last year or something? The, uh-huh. the show was coming out, but you know, all the ladies are going to be sad that the show's uh, canceled for a bit for sure. But m- maybe, you know, it opens up opportunity for somebody else. All right. And just after we recorded our show last week, our new show, Mark, the palms, finally, uh, the San Manuel completed the, the approval process to get the gaming license and they're able to take control of palms. We learned that they're going to keep the same name, the same logo, and some of the places are going to come back. Green Street Kitchen, Mabel's Barbecue, Scotch 80 Prime, a few restaurants like Bobby Flay's Restaurant not coming back. Uh, we still don't know about others like Tim Ho Wan, so we'll still have more to learn. But Palm's opening spring 2022, and the name's going to stay the same. Logo's going to stay the same. I'm excited. Yeah, it's almost like they learned from another uh, iconic property that tried to change everything for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of cool yeah. yeah like you don't you don't want to mess up uh, you know palms it was always a beloved uh, casino hotel uh, you know but even it, when it launched the real world stuff and everything and it had a lot of vibe and a lot of young people would go out there so if that's what they're going for you know why not keep it, it it's it's already paid for all that naming branding recognition why why get rid of it you know it doesn't make any sense yeah, the other thing we learned is that it will have a William Hill sportsbook run by Caesars Entertainment, which, I don't know, it's not a huge deal, but we still have a lot to learn about uh, what it'll look like, uh, whether the buffet is going to come back, all of that. But it is official that San Manuel owns Palms, and they're approved, and they're moving towards hiring and, and getting ready to open in the spring. As of now, hotel rooms are not available. You can still book Palms Place, but they haven't opened up bookings yet, but they said that will happen uh, fairly soon, so you'll be able to book up. And stay there. I'm hoping to, to do that. It it does seem crazy, like how long this has been going on that they they made the purchase. They're not really doing a whole lot to it. It's not like they're doing a whole uh, rehab uh, thing. So you would think it'd be like a, a quicker rollout, but it just shows you know how long things take when when it's big moving parts. Yeah, they want to put their their own mark on it. But as you said, Station Casinos, Red Rock Resort spent hundreds of millions of dollars just redoing Palms just before it closed. So. You know, it's a really nice property. They expanded it. Every part of the casino had been touched. A lot of the hotel, of course, they had built that chaos nightclub, which basically dragged down uh, the uh, the whole thing uh, with all the expenses for the DJs and everything else. So uh, we always wonder how that's 
happening at Resorts World where they're doing the same thing. But yeah, it's good to see this this open. Uh, we have lots of closed casino videos on the channel if you want to take a look at what Palms looks like right now. Uh, all closed up, but those uh, those boards are coming down soon. Really uh, excited for that, and we'll keep you guys updated as it goes along. Now, they did announce also this week, Mark, the New Year's Eve show for Las Vegas is coming back. And we kind of knew that, but they announced the theme. It's going to be Deuces Wild. And just like in past years, there will be eight properties on the Strip launching fireworks. The Strat, Resorts World, Treasure Island, Venetian, Caesars Palace, Aria, Planet Hollywood, and MGM Grand. So Vegas coming back for New Year's Eve fireworks. Maybe a sign that uh, hopefully better times around the corner. It's nice. 2020 no, was, not. Uh, was so uh, anticlimactic. So. <laughs> Well, wasn't it, uh, was it New Year's Eve in uh, 2020 to 2021 that there were still like mobs of people on the street, even though nothing was really going on all that much? Like, I remember we talked about it and just like a huge cluster of people. So I think it's going to be even, uh, you know, more of a cluster now. And and we just had on the Miles to Memory site, we just had a post, I think yesterday that showed, you know, a lot of New Year's Eve celebrations have been, you know, shuttered or closed down in, in Europe and stuff. So it's interesting to see that, you know, in America or in Vegas and in particular cities, some people are still going forward with it while others are shutting it down because of, you know, the new variant and everything. So it is, uh, it would be crazy to see. I'm sure it will be big. Yeah. And it's nice that they're doing the full spread, the eight casinos. And I always think the Caesars Palace, and I haven't been down on the strip in a while to watch the fireworks on New Year's Eve, but Caesars Palace, I think is probably the best place to be. Uh, it's center strip. So you get to see a lot of the different properties, plus they launch from Caesars Palace and that area out front, uh, like the uh, Spanish Steps, all that, a really nice area to watch. So that's where I would recommend going. Uh, of course, I don't think I'll be down there braving all the crowds this New Year's Eve. Maybe. I haven't decided yet. That might be yeah. fun. I haven't done it since I was uh, younger. <laughs> I've always made jokes about how there's so much wasted space out there in front of Caesars, like from the street to the casino. But you know, this is the type of thing that it actually comes in handy. So definitely it would be a good spot. You know, you're not going to be too crammed compared to other places where you don't have a lot of room to stand around outside, you know, or you're out in the street. So I think that's a good recommendation if you are heading down there. All right, let's pivot here. Coffee shops. You know, I've talked about the Pink Pony Cafe here. We're talking about and Amsterdam or what? <laughs> no, not those types of coffee shops. <laughs> Although those types of coffee shops probably coming to Vegas soon, all those marijuana lounges as they're, they're licensing those. And those will probably... Uh, be coming, I think, next year uh, to Vegas. But no, traditional Vegas-style coffee shops. Every casino used to have one, you know, the 24-hour coffee shop with the the greasy spoon-type food. Every uh, It's just classic Vegas, kind of coming here when I was younger, and I think just throughout the history of it. And one entrepreneur here is giving almost a million dollars for somebody who comes up with the best vintage Vegas coffee shop idea, and he's going to give them space in the Hunter Shopping Center over off Maryland Parkway in Charleston in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, they're going to get a full, you know, 3,000 square foot place for their restaurant, uh, new signage, everything else worth almost a million dollars to bring the classic Vegas coffee shop experience back. I'm all on board with this. I, I really love the old school Vegas coffee shops. And unfortunately, corporate Vegas sort of got rid of them. We should just go take pictures of Peppermill and then uh, submit it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Peppermill is one of the last. I mean, certainly... Peppermint, oh, no, just uh, build another one of that ilk. Yeah. <laughs> now, is is coffee shop like a, a West Coast thing? Because around here, we call that like a diner comfort diner. food, 24 hours diner. You know, I was when I saw coffee shop, I was thinking and he even says in the article, 
This isn't a Starbucks. We're not talking about like a Starbucks. We're talking about like comfort food, 24 hours, dinner, lunch, all that stuff. And I was like, well, that's a diner, man. It, you know, calling a coffee shop is throwing me off. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're right. They do use the word diner so many places. Here it was always coffee shop. So I don't know where it came, where it comes from. Uh, but yeah, basically the same, the same thing, you know, like I said, greasy spoon, all of that, that sort of stuff, but open 24 hours, you know, you can get anything, anytime, those sorts of places. The other thing I loved about those old school coffee shops is the service was always terrible. The waitresses were always, you know, chain smoking, you know, older women who were just mean to you. And it was great. Did you, you ever, know, it, was, it was so great. Did you ever go to one of those Ed DeBevick's? There was one in Chicago we went to that was like a diner where they treat you back, yep. kind of like Dick's Last Resort uh, type of thing. So they yeah, played like off of that. theme, right? Or 50s yeah. or 60s theme. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we grew up in L.A. They had one back in the day. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, those are cool. But that that's one of the big uh, negatives about Vegas right now is there's not a lot of, you know, and normally there would be a lot more 24-hour places, even if it's not an old-school coffee shop. But there's just not that late-night options right now. And if they are, it's a long wait you know, or you need reservations and stuff. So th that's kind of what's missing from the experience. So I think the more they can add to these, the better. And, and it, if you look at Peppermill, how popular it is and how well it's done, if it's anywhere to that quality, they'll knock it out of the park for sure. Yeah. I mean, somebody needs to come up with a great concept. They're giving a million dollars. So, you know, it's, if you're ever going to get a chance to to get your concept off the ground, this is, uh, this is it. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, we'll follow up on that. Hopefully we get a really cool venue built out with this contest Speaking of cool venues, Allegiant Stadium is here, right? And last week I talked about my Luxor ticket package and, you know, were they going to screw me out of something on it? Was it too good to be true? Well, this week my tickets came, Mark, and my, my package very clearly says I have my room plus 200-level Allegiant Stadium tickets, two 200-level on the 200-level. And my tickets came and they gave me the worst nosebleed seats in the 400-level that you could possibly get. So 400, uh, no. what is that? The parking lot? Are you out in the parking yeah, lot watching? You're like basically. at Wrigley field where you're on the building across from the Wrigley field, looking down into the stadium. That's, that's kind of what yeah. you got. <laughs> so I, I still trying to decide what, what to do here. Uh, I've tried to reach out to them again. Uh, do I want to call and go through that whole process or, I mean, the tickets are still, you know, worth what I paid for the room more than that. You know, I couldn't buy those tickets for as cheap as I'm paying for the room. So the package is still good, although they didn't deliver on it. And, you know, there's some other things I have. I could probably dispute it with a credit card and get a partial refund, things like that. But hopefully Allegiant and the Raiders do the right thing. But I will absolutely say, and I'll be writing about this on the site, people should absolutely avoid Allegiant vacations. Uh, terrible, terrible company as far as the way they communicate and apparently the way that they feel they, they can, you know, I don't know, be dishonest in, in the packages that they're selling. No need to book through that company, you know, book through through direct sources or more legitimate uh, sources with customer service and everything else. Not that I expected Allegiant to have great customer service. I chased the deal. It's not working out as well as uh, as anticipated, but uh, just trying to share all that with you guys. I'm not, it's not the end of the world here, not the end of the world at all, but I haven't decided if I'm going to use the tickets. Hopefully we can resolve this and I can get the tickets I want so I can go to the game and, and, uh, and do it, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. You got to walk around the stadium anyway. Yeah. You gotta... Yeah. <laughs> He's been making fun of me all week about it. <laughs> yeah, I'd still go and walk around the stadium, even if you don't go to the seats, you know, just to check it out. It's part of the deal. It, it does, you know, blow that they screwed you. And it's right there in the term, like it's black and white, 200 level. So I don't know why they would think that, hey, we'll just throw 400 and see what happens. But that's the shady games these companies play sometimes. And, 
you know, I doubt that you'll get it fixed. I don't even know if it's worth the effort at this point. You know, how much do you want to chase down that rabbit hole? So just go and walk around. Don't buy any expensive food while you're there and stick it to them that way, I guess. Yeah, just just to starve to death and, uh, you know, no thirst, you know. But I'm not spending a dollar here. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll figure Throw it out. Throw all there. the sheets on the floor in the room. Do, <laughs> do it all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I, I don't know. Do I need to take the room? Should I just, you know, and, and avoid paying the resort fee? I go take all the soap and shampoo you can get your hands on. Make it back. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, they'll do that. Now, I did want to, before we move on to the next thing, which is these A's stadium renders, which I think are just absolutely insane, I did want to remind everybody that we have a podcast. Uh, we have the Vegas podcast, which you can search MTM Vegas in any podcast app. It's basically the same as this show, but we also have our Miles Points Travel podcast every single week. Uh, they can find that at mtmpodcast.com. That's the Miles to Memories podcast. We do the show along with uh, Joe Chung, and I know a lot of people out there, we don't plug it too often on this show. So just wanted to let people know if they're looking for more content, talking about, you know, travel rewards, all of that good stuff. Check out the Miles to Memories podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel here. Leave a comment on anything we talk about. Smash the thumbs up button. And Mark, these renders of the A's stadium. Now, first off, I don't believe that the A's are going to buy the Tropicana. That was a rumor that came out. But I don't understand how Bally's just bought Tropicana. <laughs> and then they're going to they're gonna sell it now to the A's or how the A's are going to get enough money to be able to afford that and make that that economic sense but let's just say that the a's really want to build a stadium on the corner of tropicana and las vegas boulevard demolish the tropicana hotel these artist renderings of what this could possibly look like people on twitter seem to like it i think it's the most ugly thing i've ever seen in my life we do not need that on the las vegas trip what do you think yeah it's not the the, <laughs> the best looking thing and i go around to stadiums and you know, uh, I, I personally think that they're just doing this to stay in Oakland to get a better deal or whatever. So I think that's what will happen. But, you know, if if they were going to put it on that area, it'd be kind of cool to be able to walk to and everything. But I can't even imagine how much of a cluster it would be. It would be really horrible for traffic. I mean, traffic's already bad right there and just getting around and then the views of it. Yeah, not not the best. So hopefully that was just somebody was bored at midnight and drew that up and. <laughs> threw it out there and it's not like a legit thing i guess yeah i don't think it's a i think it's fan art um but who knows okay, uh, good where, where where it all came from but it is an ugly thing I, I still can't believe people think it looks good but let us know what you guys think on it all right a couple other stories real quick aria and i guess mgm resorts in general is coming out with this new policy for dealers and how they deal with mistakes on the tables how often have you encountered a dealer you know, making a mistake on a payout or something else. Uh, oh, pretty much time. like every session, at least one or two happens. You know, they either forget to take money or they pay out on a push or they pay out incorrectly. You know, it happens. You know, they're doing hundreds of th hands uh, at a time. And in craps, it's even worse because it's just chaos. I don't know why they don't have like a little uh, calculator built into the side of the table for craps. But yeah, so it happens, you know, all the time. You know, if I was a, to guess, I would guess a dealer makes three to four mistakes a day, at least. Wow. Well, at MGM, they're not going to have a job for very long, apparently. So every time they make a mistake, there's going to be a half point that they're going to earn. And then once they do three points, they'll get a note to their file, six points, a verbal warning, nine points, which would be 18 mistakes, I guess, a written warning, 12 points, last and final. And then I guess at 15 points, you get fired. I guess this is a lot stricter. Um, doesn't seem like it's all that 
that good? Or is this just a push by, by the company? They want more of these electronic table games, get rid of the dealers. This is a way to, to make it a little bit more difficult. I do wonder, like, how often are they catching these mistakes? Like, you know, if they accidentally pay me a push, I'll say, hey, and, you know, and some people will, some people won't. I'll say, hey, you know, that was a push. Take, you know, take it back. Unless the dealer's a jerk, then I'll just let it ride. But if they're, <laughs> if they're, if they're nice, you know, and they've been fun or whatever, you know, nine out of 10 times, I'll say, you know, that was a push, you know, and if they take that back, is that considered a mistake to them? Is the eye in the sky reviewing like every single hand or is it just when they need to call the pit boss over to correct something like is that type of, you know, the thing that they're, that we're dealing with. So that's what will be interesting to see how that plays out. Like how in depth are they going on this stuff? And then my guess would be it's in the writing so that they can get rid of people that they want to get rid of. If it's a union type of shop and you know, they have these bad actors that they, this is an easy way to get rid of and maybe they don't enforce it all the time for everybody. I don't know. I just don't see how anybody could work under that circumstance stances. If it's, Every single mistake counts. It's there's gonna be nobody left. Yeah, it's it's tough, uh, and it seems like you know there's a lot of people upset about it. Let us know, like in the comments, if you're a dealer, you know what you think about this. How does this compare to to way the way it was before? How do they sort of track your mistakes and things like that? I'm really interested in in learning more on the procedural side of that. All right, so the last thing I wanted to talk about, Eater had a great article. The the most uh, the saddest restaurant closures in Vegas of 2021. And they interviewed a lot of local food bloggers and, and things like that. And which one on those the list? I, I noticed Rayos came up a lot. Now, every time I ever looked at reviews of Rayos, they were very, very negative. The one in New York City is very famous and popular. Um, heck, I even at home, I use Rayos uh, spaghetti sauce, which is delicious and, and great. Prego's um, bad. But... <laughs> no, what? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, you're trying to trigger me. Uh, but anyway, Rayo's closed. A lot of people sad that Rayo's closed in Caesar's Palace because it really is old school. It's been there forever. Uh, some other ones. Which one stood out the most to you? Yeah, I was kind of surprised, uh, Rayo's, because it's, you know, it's been there so long and it's right by, you know, it, it's kind of built into the facade and it, it's right by the buffet. And, you you know, I never ate there because, it, like you, I looked at the reviews and it was always very blah. And then, you know, our friend Bethany Walsh from Bougie Miles, who's from New York City, said, you know, it doesn't compare anything compared, you know, when you compare it to New York, it's nothing in the same realm. So I never really want, I wanted to go in there, but then those always kept me away. So maybe that's what played a role into this. But uh, what's the name of the one in Win that looks absolutely stunning? I don't want to try to like, yeah. slander I, it. Costa de Mare or Costa de Mar. I mean, yeah, this has to be the most beautiful restaurant ever built, certainly in Las Vegas, uh, out there by the water. And yeah, it, it, one of the better seafood restaurants I've, I've heard in town before it closed. So that was a big, sad one, although a very, very expensive restaurant. Yeah, we should give out uh, a shout out to Mesa Grill, which is uh, Bethany Walsh's favorite from Bougie Miles. I know she was sad to see that one go, but, you know, it, he time for a refresh, I guess, type of thing. So that one's more understandable. Uh, but definitely some, the the weirdest one was uh, Resorts World. Would mm -hmm. it close after four months? Like, w what happens there? Yeah, Marigold at Resorts World, which was that, you know, we talk about coffee shop, right? It's not their coffee shop. It was like lobster roll kind of place with, I really love the decor. I remember on opening day walking through there and that being one of my favorite sort of venues within Resorts World because of the sort of throwback architecture. And, you know, they have like the those bricks and things. I, I'll show some video here of what it looked like. But yeah, it only lasted a few months and it closed the first sort of casualty at Resorts World on the restaurant scene. 
with as many restaurants as they have, I expect that we'll probably see others close and other venues turn over. But it was a unique venue. The the you know the menu looked really cool, but yeah, it's done. Marigold gone. A lot of people said Rose Rabbit Lie was a big loss for them, but we got Superfico or something to, to replace it. Uh, <laughs> people are going to be I'll give you a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there, there's a lot of interesting stuff there. So we'll put a link in the description. John Curtis, who is a, a longtime food reviewer at uh, eatinglv.com, uh, he put out his awards for best restaurants. He eats something like 400 restaurants a year here in Vegas. Uh, he's just a longtime food reviewer. He also put out his best and worst lists of the year. It's a really good read, a long read, so I'll uh, I'll put that in the description as well for you guys. So lots of inspiration there if you're looking for restaurants uh, for future trips. Everything from, you know, tacos to, to fancy food to everything in between. Highly recommend visiting that. So, Mark, do you want to parlay your casino status into a free cruise? Because uh, we have an opportunity we want to share. Have you ever gone on a cruise? Uh, I have not. It is <laughs> especially not the Walmart of the seas uh, that we're going to talk oh about. Oh my no, god! Just not afraid to get on a cruise ship, are you? No, no. I just it, it never really, you know, spoke to me. I'm, I'm starting to like warm up to it a bit, and I know it's something we've kicked around on our uh, Diamond, our MTM Diamond group of doing a cruise together. And I think cruises as like a group of people would be a lot of fun. You know, back when it was just me and my wife before we had kids. It didn't all seem all that interesting to me. You know, I'd rather go to a destination, but I know a lot of people like it to go and like get little snippets of areas and then they they figure out from that when to go back, like which ones they want to go back to and stuff like that. So it's a good way to travel and, you know, with tie-ins to, to gambling in Vegas and everything, you can do it on the cheap, which is all, which is also pretty cool. Yeah. For everybody out there who uh, loves cruises, there's casinos on the ships, lots to do for families, there's kids clubs, all kinds of itineraries and you know, all of the the cruise ship companies have their own players clubs and casino programs, and often you can call them up and talk to a host and try to get something worked out. But Carnival has made it as simple as possible. They have partnered with Brian Christopher Slots, who's another YouTube channel, and they're doing a status match. So if you have casino status, you have the opportunity to kind of match it online and get some free cruises. And one of the more interesting things is the more casino status you have, the better it seems like the offers are. Like, I uh, personally have a few different statuses and was able to match, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I think most people out there probably have a few statuses either through, you know, getting Caesars Diamond through Founders Card or through other matches, M Life Gold through Hyatt, or obviously through playing and gambling. Uh, yeah. A lot of people out there. That That is interesting. Usually it's like you just have to have one of these and we'll match it to our top tier and give you this set offer. So it is unique. I've never seen it like this where... If you have three statuses, you know, you get a better offer, which a lot of times you only probably earned, if you earned any, you earned one, you know, like a lot of people have top tier win status right now because of the status match that happened earlier this year and and didn't gamble at all. Like you didn't gamble at all at win, but you have that status. So it looks like you did, which is interesting that they didn't ask for any type of uh, proof of, <laughs> of gambling, but hey, that works out better for us. So, you know, we have tons of uh, posts on our website, Miles to Memories to you know uh, to do stats matches whether in atlantic city or las vegas so that this does create opportunities and that's kind of the reason that we do these things now in my case all of my status is matched i have caesar's diamond through founders card i have m life gold through my hyatt uh, world of hyatt globalist status and then as you said i have 
uh, win platinum through the match that uh, we did earlier in this year. And uh, my wife has the same things. So I went and uh, on their forum, you can fill out, you upload the cards. And everybody who does it gets a base offer, which is like $500 off a cruise, I think a $50 onboard credit and free drinks while you're gaming in the casino. That's not the offer that you want. That's just what they, they give everybody. But usually a couple days later, you will get an offer for a free cruise. And in my case, the first offer that came was an Ocean View cruise. So I, again, I uploaded my three statuses and a few days later, free Ocean View cruise. What's really nice about what Carnival is doing is they're allowing you to use these cruises on any itinerary, pretty much. There are a few, you know, depending on like really busy sailings, you can't do it, but pretty much any itinerary, any ship. And that means you can go on European cruises, uh, Panama Canal cruises, Hawaii cruises, uh, Alaska cruises, all kinds of 10, 12, 14, 16 day itineraries. In addition to like the, the standard Caribbean, yeah, the Caribbean <laughs> week long ones. So that that's really exciting. There are some things to keep in mind. So you do have to pay the taxes on the, on the cruise. Um, for instance, we've talked in the past about, uh, oceans in, uh, in Atlantic city. If you match over there, you can get a status, uh, with Caesar's diamond, you can match their status. You get a free MSC cruise and they actually take care of the taxes on that for you. But with this carnival match, you're not, you're going to pay the taxes yourself, but, uh, of course, uh, you're going to get the cruise for free. It's good for two people and you can add the additional people. Like for instance, we're going to travel with our daughter and we add her and all you do is you pay the normal fare for the third person which is usually reduced. But the ocean view, you know, it's nice to have in a window and everything, you know, you're not on the inside, but the real kind of nice offer is for the balcony rooms. And thankfully, uh, a few days after that, based on some information we had heard from other people, a few days after that, my ocean view offer came, then a free balcony offer came. Same thing, European cruises, repositioning cruises, Panama Canal, everything you want. And uh, yeah, I mean- So it's uh, like- it's- it's like deal or no deal. The first two times you say no deal, and then you wait for that third email to come <laughs> with, the, with the better offer. You know, it gets be- it gets a little bit better each time. Like, oh, this this didn't bring it. Let's go with this one. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> let's let's go in the balcony. We know Sean loves big rooms. Yeah, I mean, he complains about five hundred square feet in Vegas, so it definitely needs that bal- balcony on this cruise. Because what is it like two hundred square feet for the room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, Carnival. Where's the offer for the free suite? Come on, I'm still uh, I'm still holding out hope. What's interesting though is on my account, I actually have both offers: the Ocean View and the Balcony. So I'm going to see if I can book them both, and I haven't done that yet. Now I should say my wife filled out the same match, and uh, initially because our email addresses were the same, she didn't get anything, and then I redid it, and nothing still has come for her with a different email. So we called up Carnival's uh, Players Club, and they said to fill out a form. For a host to contact her and we're doing that so we'll let you guys give an update in the future on a future mtm vegas uh, the other really cool thing is carnival you know a lot of people like to trash them right they have those three-day booze cruises to the bahamas and mexico walmart of the seas <laughs> <laughs> but they actually have some very nice new ships including mardi gras which is their brand new ship first roller coaster at sea even looking at the rooms at mardi gras they're very modern very very nice some of the older carnival ships definitely the decor is dated um, I remember we sailed once on the Carnival Paradise, which the entire ship was pink on the inside, which was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, uh, I'm sorry, it was the Carnival Splendor. Adds, I did say, uh, Splendor, Carnival Splendor, but yeah, it was crazy, it, pink everywhere. Adds to the seasickness level, just, you know, it was probably that light, like Pepto-Bismol pink, was it like that type of pink? Yeah, they even had like wood grain in some of the walls, like, but it was pink stained wood grain. So it was what? just like... 
It was pink everywhere. I'll, I'll say was that can... even good? Was that even good in the eighties? Like that was never a thing, right? No, and that, that ship was wood? built. In, yeah, that ship was like built in the mid two thousands. It was like their newest ship when we went on it, and it was like you're, it was still like traveling back in time. But thankfully, they fired the designer guy. They had this forever for decades. This is nerdy, but uh, this kind of eccentric designer guy who would come up with these wild designs. But thankfully, they're more kind of mainstream now. Mardi Gras. So yeah, all of these itineraries are there. You just fill out the form. And, uh, you know, you're going to pay the taxes and fees. You're going to pay a little bit. There's also an Amex offer. You can check your American Express cards for $400 off $1,500 uh, with Carnival or their sister lines. And if you find the right itinerary, you know, you can add gratuities, add stuff up. If you can get up to that $1,500, you can save an additional $400. The only other thing I'd say keep in mind is, of course, the longer itineraries you pick, like if you're picking a 16-day itinerary in Europe, with a bunch of European cities, those are going to have high taxes. The more ports you stop in, the more you're going to have to pay uh, there. But like I was looking, you know, a seven night Caribbean cruise for the the three of us for less than $500, including taxes, fees, and uh, Ellie's third person uh, charge. You really can't can't beat that. I'm going to ride yeah, that roller coaster eat, at sea, baby. You'll eat enough food to cover that. So, you know, all the foods inclu yeah. included, of course, alcohol isn't included, but there's ways to get around that. If you, uh, if you go to YouTube, there's people that will have ideas for you <laughs> of getting, uh, getting some booze on the ship, but you know, for $500, all your meals included for a week, that's hard to beat. Like you're, you're probably going to save money versus being at home with groceries and gas and everything else. So yeah, go on a trip, save money. There you go. There, there's the sales pitch. Yep. And it's going to take you literally 30 seconds. The link is in the description. Take a picture of your cards. They want the front and back of your players cards upload it. If you have sailed with them before, you can look up your number from your past sailings. If not, you just sign up for an account and uh, wait a few days, see what they offer you. It really can't hurt. And uh, like I said, maybe Walmart of the seas, but there are some good ships, good itineraries. Spend a little bit of time. Pepto-Bismol of the you. seas. They're the Pepto-Bismol of the seas. <laughs> yeah. Carnival, carnival <laughs> splendor, baby. Go, go for that. Pepto-Bismol of the seas. But yeah, let us know if you did that. If you have any other like cruise, you know, tricks and tips as far as getting offers with other lines. Uh, I know I'm sailing on Royal Caribbean next month, so I'm going to try to figure out what their players club program is and see if we can work some stuff there. But let us know in the comments. We would love to share it with everybody else. I feel like the, the casino status match casino offer game is a little bit underplayed here. So uh, we'll we'll keep sharing the information with everybody. And of course, if you don't feel comfortable going on a cruise, don't. But, uh, you know, these sailings go all the way through 2023. So if you can get one of these offers, it doesn't mean you have to sail next month. You can push that out. Yeah, let us know uh, how it goes. Let us know if you get any offers. Mark, are you going to do this? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't sold him, but I've sold you. Yeah, let us know uh, what the results are. And uh, like I said, I will uh, follow up in future episodes of MTA Vegas, let you guys know what I book and everything else and what happens with my wife. But uh, happy sailing. Bon voyage. Other than that, Mark, uh, Merry Christmas. It's uh, been a fun year. We'll, we'll be back, I guess, next week for, for one more show here. And uh, today I'm going to go to the Bellagio, take Ellie there to go check out the conservatory and do some Vegas Christmas stuff. And I hope you, uh, you and the family have a great, uh, have a great holiday. Yeah. Mer Merry Christmas to you and the family and to everybody out there watching. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy new year. Hopefully 2022 is better than 2021. It's not looking like it's going to start off so great, but you never know how it's going to finish. So it's been fun. We'll, well, we'll have one more show before the new year. So I'm jumping the gun there a bit, I guess. Are you going to that outdoor, uh, 
light up area at all the like outdoor gardens this year i'm gonna do that but i may go to samstown today which has the atrium with the the light show for the holidays which we didn't do last year um i'm not i don't think we're gonna do slm although it's not far from our house uh but i think they require reservations that we don't have right now so uh but yeah we're gonna do some some christmas stuff today didn't get out to do it nearly as much uh this this year uh of the holiday stuff but looking forward to it and Again, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. And we'll uh, talk to you next time. See you next week. Bye.